0: What Brokenness Looks Like. This week, we've seen all kinds of images that inform and shape our relationship with God. We've seen the story of Joseph, the barren fig tree, the wise virgins and the foolish virgins. Those who have been given talents and what they do with them. They're all messages to us to help us understand and appreciate who God is and what He has done for us. It's also the season when we see all kinds of images on TV about Jesus. And not a lot of them resonate with our experience. They're kind of Hollywoodish, and, uh, and uh, some of them go off the deep end. But tonight we see... What brokenness looks like. And that is that the woman who poured oil onto Christ's feet had been broken in her heart by his love, by his forgiveness, and by his acceptance. Christ talks about himself as a rock. And those who fall on that rock, they are broken broken. And in their brokenness, they find healing. But those who resist and those who refuse are broken by it. It falls on them and crushes them. So tonight's message contrasts the the woman with the myrrh with Judas. And Judas would not give up his ego, and he would not give up his plan, and he would not yield his perceptions and admit his lack of understanding. And finally, when he realized what he had done, he was broken in a different way. And he went out and he hung himself. So the church is there to show us what to do in brokenness. Because, as I listened to uh, a program today about millennials being interviewed. What are their opinions about life, about marriage, about the future, about politics? And then it came to religion. What was their view about religion? And their answer was, when they were asked if any of them were religious, up till then they'd all raised their hands at every question. At the question, are you religious? No one raise their hands. And then they began to explain that they are spiritual but they don't trust institutions anymore. They want to rely on their own understanding and their own interpretation. And I thought, my heavens, that is dangerous because when you are broken without the church there to catch you, without the church there to guide you, without the church there to inform you, you may not know how to respond. You may not know what to do. We see in history many examples of people being broken. St. Paul on the road to Damascus. He was knocked off his horse. He was blinded. But what did he do? He went to the apostles. He received his sight. And then he became a member of the body of Christ. We see Jonah who resisted God's will. And then he was cast overboard and swallowed up by a whale. And inside the belly of a whale he became very compliant. And he went to Nineveh. And he preached. And he was still grumpy. Because he knew that these people would repent, so why go to all this trouble anyway? But when you're broken without the church to catch you, with you, when you're broken because of your own sinfulness, and it's not understood within the context of God's mercy, it leads to despair. But with the grace of the church there to catch us, and there to surround us, and there to understand and experience God in an orthodox way, we respond like the myrrh-bearing women. She took the most expensive things she could find, and she broke it and poured it over Christ's feet. That represents total surrender, total submission, giving everything to experience God's love God's mercy. And that's how we Orthodox are broken. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.